With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson. On your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. We're going to do the fantasy football focus here today right. on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, today, Matt, I wanted to talk about since we were off last week. Um, these things change a lot because some people are actually having their drafts right now. Yeah, they are. Uh, Dynasty leagues, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And I'm look, we, I want to look at things strictly from an ADP okay. point of view. It, uh, it's amazing how much ADP does change over these dead times, and we've had more dead time than ever. But I think one reason it happens, too, is a lot of prominent people in the media start to have takes, and there is some group things. Get some buzz around some guys. Yeah, that kind of thing. So I wanted to go through the ADP here. For example, okay, so number one, one is Christian McCaffrey. One, two is Saquon Barkley. Okay. One, three is Ezekiel Elliott. I would have a tough time deciding on those two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one four is Alvin Kamara. I think he's sound there for me. I think there's a, a but there's a of, gap. There's a gap yeah, there yeah, between yeah. between three and four because right. Kamara just doesn't get the touches that those first three guys do. Agreed. Number five right now is Michael Thomas. See, no, he's not for me. I mean, you you, you kind of know what you're going to get there. Oh, he's such a bird in the It's hand. it's that like an great. it's like a double off mm-hmm. the fence because number six right now is Dalvin Cook. Like he he's he's five. back to being he's back to being that after the little scare about him right, potentially right. holding on. I think people came to their senses and said he's not gonna he's not gonna want to get fined. I think it's forty thousand dollars a day mm-hmm. um, to to sit out of camp. That's not gonna happen. I've had some people or that I respect that have Adams over Thomas this year. I don't think I would go that far. But no, I think I think Thomas is a much safer round. pick. Yeah, I do too. Um, number as I mentioned, six is Dalvin Cook. Seven is now Derrick Henry. See, I think that's where it gets interesting. Yeah. Is who's that? See, I kind of put – in the first round, I just know I'm not going to take a wide receiver, so I, I ignore those guys. But I respect that Thomas and Adams and maybe Julio, whoever, are, are high picks, and deservedly so. They're good football players. But to me, I think after Cook is who's that six running back is really interesting. I mean, I've heard Miles Sanders' name there. I mean, I'm not buying a that. A little rich yeah. for a guy like that. I mean, I don't know who else it could be besides Henry. I mean, I had a conversation. Well, I've got one for you, and he's further down the list here. We'll get to him when, okay. when we get there. I know you like him as well. Uh, after after uh, Henry at uh, at one seven, one eight is Devontae Adams. Okay. I mean, to me, that's, him and Thomas are pretty similar. He's just not a very special player. I don't think he's going to win the league. No. I, <laughs> you know I, I mean? No. I, I mean, again, I think – while Thomas is an easy double, yeah, like with with Adams, I think you're stretching the double. Yeah, I think you know, and he does it every year, but he better catch ten to twelve touchdowns, right? It's really yeah. worth that pick. 
Yeah, exactly. Because he's he's gonna. Risky. Yeah, it's. Uh, Speaking again. of catching, I want to throw one Henry thing out there. We know he's not a great receiver. I bet he catches more passes this year though than in, in previous passes. But they try years. to incorporate that, incorporate that because they're bit not going to be fixated on Deion Lewis at all. They just gave this guy all this money. He can catch the ball. Yeah. I mean, I bet he catches. Fifteen more screens. Yeah, he catches two year. a game. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. And that's a lot for a guy. Two like a game is thirty, right, right. you know, thirty-six or thirty-two catches over the course of a season. And he runs over a safety, and one yeah. of those is a forty-yarder. You know, um, number nine is Tyreek Hill. See, he might win you the league, though. <laughs> I mean, I might have. There's going to be weeks where he's just going to yeah. be sick, right? Absolutely. But there's also because of the offense that he has so many other weapons in the offense. Sure, they're going to be Herman weeks. And Watkins you know, are good. You know, where he has five for 60 or mm-hmm. something like that, which is okay. I was asked the other day, who's the best wide receiver in football right now? And I think Thomas is the easy answer. But it might be Hill, just in terms of who I don't want to play against. But he's better for the NFL than he is for fantasy. Yeah, I agree. Number 10 is Joe Mixon. And I wish he caught more passes, but I bet he will. I think he will. I think yeah. I think with with the difference in changing quarterback, I think you're going to see more mm-hmm. more dump dump downs to the to the. Remember how many Edwards Alaire caught it? Yeah, absolutely. Right, I, right. Yeah, right. I mean that's a, a Rams foundation too, and it's the second year with this system. He's kind of my sleeper first round pick this year. Like I think yeah. a, a lot of leagues are going to overlook him. Would you take him over Henry? <sighs> like you wouldn't take him ahead of Cook, I'm guessing. I wouldn't take him ahead of Cook. I think but if he, you're taking the six running back off the board, I think Joe Mixon's a safer. I have no problem with him. Yeah, I, I, he's going to catch more. He's going to catch more passes, I mm-hmm. think, over the long haul than, than Derrick Henry would. I don't have to squint very hard to a year from now saying, "Well, the first four picks are going to be Cook, Mixon, McCaffrey, and Kamara." Like he could be in that conversation easily. The other thing that scares me about Henry is that workload. Oh yeah, I mean he had a high, heavy workload. He's a big dude. Mm-hmm. I get it. Oh sure. But, you know, you look back historically at people, the guys who have carried, touched the ball 400 times in a season. Yeah, usually not great. Usually not great the next year. I don't know if it's good or bad, but I think it's mostly good. That last month of the season when nobody cared about the Bengals, Mixon was getting the ball like crazy. Well, that's the thing I was going to bring up. I mean, people. the Steelers played them late in the, late in the year last year. And actually, both times that they played them, uh, the Steelers were winning the game, including with the one game they were blowing them out. Mm-hmm. The fourth quarter, they just handed the ball to Mixon. See, I had mixed feelings about that when it was happening too. I was a lot of people are like, "Well, the Bengals have given up. They just they're just trying to get out of the game." See, but I think part of it is and trying to establish something. Yeah, this is we know we're not winning the Super Bowl this year. It's like the Cardinals throwing a lot of horizontal passes because they want to get Murray, you know, his feet wet. Like I thought, the Bengals at the end of the season or at the end of games decided, "Well, let's be good at something going into next year." And I think Mixon's that what that is. Yeah, I, which I makes think so. Me well, think I, maybe I, I would be taking. I think he's. A, I think he's a surefire top six or seven pick next year yeah right and i think i think you could draft him there you may get ridiculed some when mm-hmm. you take him there but i think you'll be happy with it yeah i might take him over henry like if i'm sitting there at one seven i mix him might be my guy uh 111 is julio jones uh, again he I, might be one one for me yeah you can't you receivers. can't go wrong there You're right number tw- 112 is deandre hopkins again i'm prejudiced against receivers they throw the ball an awful lot. They do. There's a bad history of co- of receivers going to new teams. I think that he's the different. He's a he's different than that, and he's better than most of those. But it's a little worrisome. Yeah, I don't know if he'll get the targets he got in Houston. The next two picks are where it gets interesting, because right now, two one is Travis Kelsey. Okay. 
I like Kelsey more than Kittle for fantasy. Yeah, oh, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. I think Kittle's the better player, but Agreed. I think Kelsey's the better fantasy player. One team throws the ball, the other one doesn't. 2-2 two, two is Patrick Mahomes. Wow. I'm surprised. He's, I know some people have him and Lamar neck and neck, but I think Lamar is clearly ahead of him. Well, right they're now. not far off because sure. Nick Chubb is 2-3 is right now. Okay. And Lamar Jackson is 2-4. I don't love that neighborhood. I don't like that either. I'm, right. I mean, I get taking one of those guys, but I wouldn't sure. do it before the third round. I would either. I'd want to have two, you know, foundational pieces there already. I mean, those two guys. I'd rather stretch on Eckler or Drake or Sanders or somebody like that than, you know, a, a turn quarterback. Ooh, that, that's rich for me. That's, yeah. I mean, uh, real, real quick note, though. I mean, every game Lamar has started, you know, remember his first half of his career, he was not a starter. Right. If you just look at the games he started, he's averaged like 82 rushing yards a game. Yeah. I bet he's below that this year. But if he gets you 60 rushing yards a game, which is three-quarters of what he averages. That's an extra touchdown a game. It's humongous. Yes, yeah. right. Um, he's not going to have the touchdown pass to the interception ratio that he had. No, or the that's, touchdown frequency per pass. Yeah, that's, for sure. That's just not. Mahomes will beat him with that. Not so, maintainable. Yeah, right. Uh Two five is Aaron Jones. Ooh, some of those guys I like. I mentioned like I'd rather Drake than Jones. Maybe not for real life, but yeah. Jones scored like sixteen touchdowns last year. He was very touchdown dependent. And they drafted a two hundred fifty pound running back. Yeah, you know, like is he going to score a ten again? Uh, as you mentioned, uh, Josh Jacobs is two six. He could be in that Mixon top five next year conversation, right? If they incorporate him in the passing game. Dramatically more. I think they will in a second year. I think, I hope. you know, I, I, there may have been some questions about him as a, you know, pass blocking mm-hmm. skills, that kind of stuff. I think in year two, I think you see more of him. My take on him is a little different because at Bama, he was a part time player, but they also had six five star recruits at running back as they right. always do. And he came into the league as a great receiver. But there's a lot of backs through history that when a couple coaching staffs don't lean on him and just totally make him the bell cow like Kamara. There's a reason, you know. I just, uh, and I don't know. If I he, just think that's the Bama way because, as you mentioned, they too, right? they've all they always have two or three mm-hmm. studs at running back. Yeah. every year. And that's what I brushed it off as. But then the the Raiders draft Lynn Bowden. They they use Rashard as their third down back. That I wonder if they look at him and say, we need to keep him fresh. We can't give him too much. So we're going to take the passing. I just game wonder how much of that was because he had that shoulder issue. He played through a lot of injuries. Yeah, last year. he's yeah. unbelievably tough. That's why I said he could be a top five pick next yeah, year. Yeah, I, I just think that because of that, I, he may have been playing through some stuff too that we didn't know about early on. Oh, I know he was. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of quotes from Gruden like, "This guy should never address." Yeah, he's unbelievably competitive. So I, I just think that you know, if he's completely healthy, I think they want to they, they want to use him mm-hmm. um, because I he's, mean, if he catches forty or fifty balls. He's going to be an early first-round pick next year. Absolutely. It's a good line. He's a really good player. Uh, if you look but at I'll the, take him in that neighborhood. I'll take him over Aaron Jones. Yeah. 2-7 is Miles Sanders, who you talked about Yeah, before. I've seen him go around higher. I mean, yeah. he's hot right now. Chris Godwin at 2-8. Austin Eckelar at 2-9. I don't know about you, but I'm not going to be buying in real heavy in Evans or Godwin for, like, a second-round price. Yeah. That's, I love the players. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Godwin basically won me my league last yeah, year. Yeah, right. He's I got awesome. Him. I mean, I got him in like the eighth round. Um, but are you going to take him as the fifth, sixth, seventh? Right now, he's wide receiver five. Yeah, that's, right. That's, that's rich. really rich. That's rich. Um, Kenyon Drake is two ten. I would take him all day at two ten. Yeah, I just think that system is very running back friendly. 
George Kittle is at, is at 211. I love George Kittle, the player, but should he be just nine picks behind Travis Kelsey? See, I had him last year, so I really noticed it. He had like four touchdowns brought back because of penalty and was one of the more, quote, unlucky in terms of touchdown percentage. But they're they're not going to throw the ball a lot. They don't want to throw the football. They showed you that in Kelsey the playoffs last year. Right, right. If they if they don't have to, they're not going to. Yeah. I mean, if, if Jimmy only throws – if they win a game 25-3 to three and the defense smothers somebody and Jimmy throws 24 passes – you need like, 10 I think, of them to go to Kittle. I think I think <laughs> I think Rapolo's touchdown number. I think I would put the ceiling at like twenty five. Yeah, and and I bet Shanahan would be like, I'll take it. That Absolutely. Means I mean, well. yeah, right, right, right. Things, things are going the way we want them yeah, to go. That's the plan. So if they throw twenty five touchdown passes, how many are going to go to catch half of them? Yeah, exactly. Which you know, if he's going to be at, at pick two eleven, he better catch double digit. Yeah, right. that's what you want out of that, and he's probably not going to do that. Asking a lot, right, right. Um, Mike Evans is at 212. We just kind of talked about yeah. him. He's a great player. Kenny Galladay's at 3-1. There's some of the, there's a lot of receivers in this third through sixth neighborhood that I'm super excited about that look like the next the, this year's Godwins, you know, a lot yeah. of breakout guys. And I think Galladay's as good a shot as any and I love Stafford, but I don't know if I'm taking him with my third pick, you know. Like yeah, I, I, my, I I, I don't trust I, like I if I went running back running back I don't want Kenny Galladay as my number one receiver. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Like if I have one of those top three. If picks, he's my number two, I'm okay with that. And you're, and you're thrilled. I yeah, think. yeah. I think that's the line of demarcation. You know. Like but then I, I have, better mind it. I better make sure I get a running back in that in with that fourth again, round pick who I up against. I trust it. Yeah. You know, he's going to be the guy. If you got like a blue chip pick and you have McCaffrey, Barkley, or Zeke. And then it comes back, and you took Ekelar or somebody like that. And then you got Galladay as your number one to start the third round. I'm like, eh. Yeah. But I don't love him as the second rounder. No. I mean, you know. Well, let's see. Uh, but there's a lot of these receivers you're going to mention that I would put right in the same tier with Galladay. Yeah. Uh, Todd Gurley is 3-2. That's Not for way me. too rich for me. Not Amari right. Cooper at 3-3. I lean towards no. I just think those other two guys are really, really good. Leonard Fournette at 3-4. We've talked about him a lot. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. he's <laughs> – He's what – what happened with him last year is what you would expect to happen with guys like a Josh Jacobs where they start throwing mm-hmm. him the football. They threw him the football a lot last year. They did, and he's gotten better at it. And he shouldn't be that low because he touches the football a ton, and he's the goal line guy, and he was, like, totally robbed of touchdowns. He's going to get more – he had, like, two touchdowns last I year. wonder how much of this that. is – if he were playing in another – somewhere else, if he were with the Rams mm-hmm. right now instead of – oh. If he replaced Gurley with the Rams, yeah. like he'd be a much higher pick. Which could happen by midseason. He could be gone. Yeah. Right. So you have to keep that in mind. I mean, I, I, I would, I would love to get Leonard Fournette in, in the third round. That I, I agree. I mean, he's a good football player, so he get the ball a lot. But I gotta think his catch numbers were a little inflated last year. Like I bet when we look at his career, we'll go. 2019 was the year he caught the most balls. Well, I mean, what do you have? 75 catches this year. Yeah. If he I catches he's 60 a, this year, he's I still. I was thinking he's like a 40, 50 guy. Okay. You know, that's still Thompson, not terrible. He'll get hurt in the second yeah. week, but yeah. You know, I mean, if he gets all back. the goal line carries and you know he has, let's say, 1,100 rushing yards, mm-hmm. um, he should have eight touchdowns. Eight touchdowns and catches 40 passes. He's a third round draft pick. <laughs> yeah, he's a really strong running back too, yeah. and I don't think that offense stinks. No, I, I don't think it's off. I think the defense stinks. Yeah. 
Uh, Melvin Gordon, another guy in that same territory, 3-5. I mean, I would, I'd be happy with either one of those guys as my RB2. He's somebody I'm targeting in that neighborhood. Yeah. Like, I would have had him ahead of four or five of the backs you mentioned, certainly Gurley. I think he's a mid-second, and he's going to mid-third. I just think he's way better than Lindsey. He's better in the passing game than Lindsey. He's better in short yards than Lindsey. I trust Munch to get that line right. You know, they're going to have – have a harder time stacking lines. They get a young quarterback. They're going to want to run the football, too. Yeah, yeah. And it's a good defense. It's Fangio. Like, I think he's the diamond in the rough right now. The next guy is a guy, I think, who's being overdrafted. That's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at 3-6. I I don't want him as my RB, two. No. Maybe in a normal season, if I saw him in the preseason and knew that he was acclimating and he's never put a Kansas City helmet on yet. I mean, what's what's his— bad in protection at LSU. You think he gets 150 carries this year? No. I think that's like the that's like the ceiling, 150 yeah, right. carries, which and, means he needs 85 catches. Right, and that's not going to you know he's not going to happen. He's not going to have an Austin Eckler type season because there are other backs there. They're going to use other backs. Yeah, see, I think Damian Williams is not a sexy pick, but I would much rather have him for his ADP than Edwards Alaire. Yeah, I might win Edwards Alaire next year. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Next year, you know, if they move on from some of these other guys, sure. okay, great. That's, right. But I don't know if I, I, I – that's a lot of projection. I mean, it's even projection. The, when, they, when they're winning by 15 in the fourth quarter, it's even in the game. Right. No. I no. Think. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're, boy, they're not going to grind the clock out with Clyde edwards sure. and, and he's batting protection. Uh, Adam Thielen at uh, 3-7. He's going to be a target monster. Yeah. DJ Moore at 3-8. That's my guy. See, I've been I, – I, I, over the – I'm a dork, and I was thinking about football, of course, a lot at the beach – and I think that Panthers offense is a carbon copy of the of the Saints. Bridgewater and Breeze, we saw them do the same thing last year. He's not as good as Drew Brees, he's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Kamara and McCaffrey, boom. I mean, they're, he's you know, rule comes from the Saints, comes from LSU. We saw Justin Jefferson, we saw Michael Thomas with rule just get tons of. I think DJ Moore is Michael Thomas. I mean, is he quite as good? No, but I don't think he's much different, to be very honest with you. Like, if you could, if I could buy Michael Thomas for $10 million in free agency or DJ Moore for $8 million, I'd probably take DJ Moore. Like, well, I think he's going to have a monster season. Yeah. Uh, Chris Carson at 3 9. Yeah. I mean, that's a going rate. Yeah. Allen Robinson at 3 10. So he had a quarterback. He's in that neighborhood, too. Like, all these receivers in this neighborhood, yeah. I think, are great. I mean, he's the, he's the only game in town mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. He's going he's gonna to get 160 targets this year. Is he any different than Adam Thielen? When no. you think of it, you know, not no. really. He's no. got a better he's quarterback. Good. That's the only difference. Right. But he'll probably, Thielen will even probably get more attention. Yeah. Uh, Le'Veon Bell at 311. Maybe. I mean, like this, Carson will get to Connor, even starting with Gurley. You could see any of them having running back one seasons. But they have warts. Yeah. You know, I mean, they have worries. Cooper Cup at 312. I bet there's a be Before Robert there. Woods. That, that's the This is the first yeah. time I've seen him going before Robert Woods. I'd rather have Cooper Cup than Robert Woods. Me too. And in real life. Yeah. Yeah. But I bet they're close. Yeah. Well, uh, then you get your next uh, tight end finally uh, at the top of uh, you got Odell Beckham at 4-1, Mark Andrews at 4-2, mm-hmm. Zach Ertz at 4-3, then we get to the Steelers back to back. James Conner at four four, Juju Smith Schuster at four five. Hmm. I love Conner in the fourth round. Absolutely. Again, yeah. if you only get eight games out of him, you're still going to get a lot of points. You're going to he's going to get twenty touches in those eight games. Yeah, you, you're you guaranteed. know that. And yeah. a good offense. Uh, then you got Calvin Ridley at four six. Love Cup Cal- versus Juju. I think they're really similar. They're used the same way. Yeah, 
Um, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's yeah. a tough one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I had Cup last year, and I traded him away a few weeks into the season when he got off. He just got off to a monster he start. He was huge, right? Yeah. You, t- you traded him at the right time, I remember. Yeah. Because he did not tear it up. Then he, the yeah, then he, he kind of tailed off, and mm-hmm. it was absolutely the right move to make. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I like I like Smith-Schuster's quarterback situation better. I do, too. I'd probably take Juju over. It's close. Yeah, it's very close. Yeah, it's close. Uh, then you I get don't think I'm buying Ertz as the fourth tight end either. Mm, if I'm, I'm not using a fourth tough. round pick on Ertz. Yeah, that's that's a little rich. Uh, Deshaun Watson at four seven. Dak Prescott at four eight. That's rich for both of those guys. I it think. Is. Russell Wilson then at four nine. There's run on quarterbacks there. Um, I think they're the clear next three. Yeah. There's two. I would wait a couple of rounds. I would wait a lot. Yeah. Right. I think uh, Watson have a huge year, but Cortland Sutton at four ten, Devin Singletary at four eleven, which no, is rich for my brother. AJ Brown at four twelve to finish off the first four I'll rounds. I'll take him ahead of Sutton or Singletary. Absolutely. And then yeah. Kyler Kyler Murray kicks off the fifth round mm-hmm. at five one. Yeah. So some of him some people have him with like Wilson and Dak. I, I gotta if this is the way drafts are going to go, I'm not going to have any of those quarterbacks. No, me neither. <clears throat> I mean, it's just I'll, I'd I'll, gladly see all those go in the top couple rounds. Absolutely, I'll right. I'll clean up on position players left and right. Yeah, yeah. There, there's just so many quarterbacks you can win with. Yeah, yeah. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to uh, the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio, and that was the Fantasy Football Focus.